Hello, and welcome to Educators to Educators podcast. I'm Carrie Conover, and this is episode number 49. Are you feeling the teacher blues? Welcome, 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 everyone. Can you believe that it is already November? Where is the time going? Today, we're going to talk about how this time of year is really common for people to start feeling worn down or just kind of out of it with the weather changing and the time of year and the anticipation of what's going to be coming with the holidays. It's a really common time of year for teachers to kind of feel blue. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the teacher blues, some things you can do, and then I'm going to recommend some resources for you to use to dig a little further if you might be feeling the teacher blues. This podcast today is brought to you by eSpark Learning. eSpark differentiates reading and math activities for kids that they love. Kids get to learn at their level and eSpark automatically differentiates for your pre-K to five students based on their current needs, giving them targeted instruction and reading and math. eSpark has free teacher trials that require no credit cards. So if you're interested in giving eSpark a try, I highly recommend it. Go ahead and go to our show notes for a link on how to get a free teacher trial with eSpark Learning. All right, let's talk about this time of year and how it can be common for people, especially teachers, to start feeling worn down or to even get the teacher blues. This time of year can be tough because Halloween's over, fall is here, and some of us have already gotten snow this year, which is just crazy. My kids trick-or-treated in six inches of snow this year, but the weather's changing and there's a lot of change going on. And I also think that we tend to forget about how much the anticipation of the holiday season can make us feel a little bit stressed. We know we have a lot of things to prepare for, and that can kind of weigh heavily on the back of our mind. You might already be feeling stressed about all the things you need to do for the holidays, and that's we're gonna save for a different podcast. But it is this time of year very easy for you to forget about yourself. I also think that this time of year, it's really easy to forget about some of the boundaries, the healthy boundaries that you put in place at the beginning of the school year and maybe August and September. All kinds of boundaries that we put in place uh, at the beginning of the year can start to get a little blurry. Speaking of that getting blurry, I really love how Heather Campbell from At Serious Giggles talks about how you stop realizing about this time of year that your school life might be blending into your personal life and your personal life might be starting to bleed into your professional school life. Another thing that can make you kind of feel run down or feel like you have the blues a little bit is that you are no longer coming off the high of the summer. You're not feeling that refreshed summer mode. You're kind of in survival mode trying to make it to these two big breaks. I know we get an entire week off for Thanksgiving and two weeks off for the holidays. So a lot of times mentally we're like, okay, if we can just get through these weeks until the holidays. 
I challenge you to think about this time as a really special time to spend with your students in which you can make some really cool memories together, do some really engaging, engaging activities that are low lift for you as a teacher and highly engaging for your students. We have tons of resources, by the way, in the E2E membership site, if you are a member about how to do really low lift engaging activities. So this time of year, right when you're building up to the holidays, um, it can be stressful without you even realizing it. So I want you to ask yourself these questions. First of all, are you letting your healthy boundaries between parents and school and your personal life, are they starting to blur? So are you slowly starting to answer emails and texts and calls outside of your school hours and your office hours? Have you let up on that and you've slipped? I'm sure you've heard me talk about in previous um, podcast episodes about how I really think it's important that even if it is a really easy email to answer, that you are not answering emails after 4.30 or 5 o'clock, no matter what, because you're setting the tone that you're available 24-7. That is back in um, a few of our episodes where we talk about healthy boundaries or emailing with parents. So that's a great thing to go back to and listen to. Um, So thinking about like, are you letting those lines blur and are you starting to take more and more work home? Are you really using your uh, prep periods and your breaks and your lunches and your before schools to focus on getting things done so that you're not having to take that stuff uh, home with you. I was just talking to my friend Kelly. She's a teacher, a first grade teacher in Indianapolis. She has three children that all go to her school and we were just talking about balance and she's always been a super efficient person. I actually student taught with her and she is just very efficient. And I think having kids has made her even more efficient when she's at school. Um, she really makes sure that she uses that before time, before school time, her lunch and recess time and any prep time that she has to get things done and get prepped. So just make sure you're maximizing that time and that you're also not taking that stuff, emails, text, phone calls home with you. Another thing to think about is how are your colleagues making you feel? Who are you hanging out with at work? Are they making you feel positive? Are you leaving your conversations with them feeling good? So really just doing a self-check of like, who are you spending your time with at work? Are they the positive people that are going to make you laugh or make you feel um, uplifted and positive? One thing you might want to think about if things are feeling particularly heavy for you this time of year is do you need to get back into some of your routines? Maybe you have been seeing a therapist, but you've been blowing those appointments off because you've been busy, or maybe you took a break from seeing a therapist or a counselor. This is a good time of year to go back and check in with them to make sure you know you have your mindset right for future family functions that are coming up. Maybe you have to spend time with people that you don't always love spending time with. So it's a great time to just kind of check back in with that support system if you have that in place. Another thing I noticed is people start to slack off with going to the gym um, or getting that exercise in. I'm going to record a podcast in the new year about how I've really reinvigorated my um, life with tapping into some of the things from my childhood. For instance, I played tennis in high school and I kind of let that go and I haven't really been doing that, but I, in the last um, few months have gotten back on the tennis court and it has just really made a difference in my mental health. So can you find some things 
um, fun workout things get your body moving, get those juices flowing, and get yourself back into a good uh, self-care workout routine. Are you maybe slipping on making fresh foods for yourself? Are there um, do you are you normally a meal prepper and you've kind of slacked off on that? Can you get back into that? One thing I will say that I tell people to think about when I'm coaching them is I know that teachers are not rolling in dough, but is there some kind of sacrifice that you could make that if something's feeling heavy to you in your personal life, that you could pay for a service to make that easier for yourself? So for me, I'm willing to give up going out to eat as much, shopping for clothes um, as much for having someone in and helping me around the house with cleaning once or twice a month. That's a game changer for me. And I am very willing to make other sacrifices in other areas to make sure that I have that support and that my home and my home base feels very cleaned and organized. So something to think about. Also, I just want you to think about, you know, have you eliminated the things and the people in your life that you really, really feel good when you're around them. You know, when you're having like a conversation with a friend or a colleague or you're at a party, every once in a while you'll talk to someone and you kind of walk away from them thinking, hmm, I don't know that that really made me feel very good. Are you paying attention to those people and slowly kind of eliminating them from your life? For me, I just really I'm not a huge fan of drama and overreactors and people that kind of blow things out of proportion. So I'm very careful, especially this time of year, that I'm keeping calmness and positivity everywhere I can. It doesn't mean that I don't talk to those people. I just limit the amount of conversation I have with people who, when I walk away, I'm like, hmm, do I trust them? Do they make me feel good about myself? The other thing I want you to think about is, are you possibly slipping into maybe drinking too much on the weekend or packing your weekends with so much social stuff that by Monday morning you're coming to work feeling bad or you're starting to get sick or you're exhausted? So think about like how much are you drinking on the weekend or how much are you indulging on the weekend and is it setting you up to be successful on Monday morning when you're getting back to work. Because if you're exhausting yourself or you're doing things that aren't super healthy for your mind and body, when you're going back to work on Monday, especially if the weather's kind of awful like it has been here lately, you're definitely going to start feeling that teacher blues on Monday morning. And then it's slowly going to creep into all day of Monday and then Tuesday. So just make sure that the things you're putting in your body, the conversations you're having with people, those are all things that are just really good for you. So do a check on those things to help you kind of beat any type of blues you might be feeling this time of year. The last thing is, you know, this time of year can be very tough on teachers. It seems like there's one party or presentation or school assembly after another. Making sure you're taking care of yourself, treating yourself to things, keeping your boundaries strong, and also Make sure that you're just not overdoing it for those things. Remember, sometimes kids just want the simple things, especially when it comes to celebrations and parties. You don't have to make your classroom into a winter wonderland and have huge activities every day. Sometimes kids, they just want a little free time. They would be happy with, you know, candy canes and, um, some free coloring time or just chill time to listen to music. So remember like you don't always have to overdo it for these things. You don't have to be Martha Stewart. You don't have to mimic those teachers that you see on Instagram that are doing things, 
beautifully, you know, and over the top sometimes. Make sure, you know, you just keep yourself grounded in what the children truly want. So if you are feeling blue, I just want you to know it's you're not alone. I hear this from teachers a lot in the fall. Your adrenaline has kind of probably come down from the start of the year. You've probably made it through parent-teacher conferences. You have this lull here in November before things get crazy again. So you're not alone if you're feeling a little bit down. Before I go today, I just want to give you a few resources that you can go and check into. These three resources that I'm going to give you, these are all within the E2E membership site. Again, if you're not a member, it's $10 a month to join. I keep that cost super low so that people can afford it. I'm just going to quickly tell you three resources and then give you an announcement before we go today. So one resource that you definitely should check out is Heather Campbell's presentation from last year's 2019 Teacher New Year Reboot Conference. She did a fabulous presentation about beating the teacher blues. She gives you practical ways that you can beat those blues this time of year. I love that Heather is super open about some of the depression, depression and blues that she's had to beat herself. So check that one out. I'll link that in the show notes. Another one I really like is routines that saved my sanity with Amber from curls coffee curriculum. It is a great way to reset your routine. She has a routine for everything. They're very simple, but effective. I really loved that presentation. Again, that was from last year's New Year Reboot Conference. And then within, those are both within the teacher self-care module. I just want to remind all of you, we have that whole module on building healthy boundaries. I've had um, quite a few people reach out to me that said they just loved the printout, that it was really pretty. I think it was pretty too. I spent a lot of time on it. So if you had a chance to do that, it could be a really nice thing for you to do on a Saturday morning. Um, and again, you can now apply for certificates of participation or completion to turn into your school district if you are an E2E member. All right, that's it. So check out those for links in the bio. Again, if you're not a member, feel free to join us. Don't forget to get over to educatorstoeducators.com, by the way, to register for the New Year Reboot Conference. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Next week's episode, I'm going to give you a bunch of reasons why you do not want to miss this year's Teacher New Year Reboot Conference. I'm going to run and get prepared for that podcast. But until next time, my friends, try to stay happy, try to keep those blues away, and keep on teaching on.